welcome to the 8K Elevation Experience on the Manifesting While Black podcast. I am your host, your coach, Bria, and I am so happy that y'all are here. Y'all know before we get into it, I like to do a reset. Let's do something, okay? Real quick. Wherever you are, if you can, close your eyes. Take a deep inhale in. Exhale. And then I want you to think about what are you elevating toward? I know I'm calling this 8K elevation, but maybe you're like, girl, elevation to me would be like consistent 2K months. Or maybe you're like, girl, I surpassed 8K a year ago. I'm looking for 18K months. Whatever that is for you in terms of a dollar amount. Think about that right now. And now think about how is that money going to make you feel, right? Like deep down, what is it going to bring to you? A sense of relief? Accomplishment? Satisfaction? A sense of, I did it. A sense of, I knew it. And sit with that feeling right now. Now think of anything that says you can't have it, or you're not ready, or you're not worthy, you're not successful enough. And we're going to breathe in deeply and exhale again. And as you breathe in, visualize yourself breathing in all these qualities you want to feel when you have the money that you want. And exhaling away anything and everything telling you you can't have it. Exhaling it and blowing it away. Like, see it physically leaving the vicinity, okay? So inhale in all the things that you want to feel when you have the money that you want. And exhale all the things that say you can't have it. And blow it out. Blow it. Blow it away. One more inhale in. Exhale. And let's get started, friends. Let's get started, cycle breakers. So we talked about acceptance in the last episode of 8K Elevation. And this episode, how to do the work when you're already working your ass off, is going to build on that. After you get clear on how you feel and you've tapped into the freedom of feeling how you really feel about business. See, the original title was called Fear, but really tapping into how you feel gives you freedom. Um, After you do that and you're clear on how you really feel about business, business income, you accept where you're at, you will now have the mental capacity and the emotional energy, which is finite. Money is not finite. Energy is, okay? You only have so much energy that you can give in a day. When I talk about doing the work in this episode, I invite you to move away from this idea that doing the work is like this exhausting like identity shift and instead look to it as you get to be the same person with a different focus 
or you get to be the same person vibrating at a different frequency. (laughs) For my woo-woo girls, your frequency is your focus. For all of y'all, I'm here to share that doing the work is just refining and protecting your focus. Our focus is literally one of the most powerful tools that we have. You putting your precious and finite energy toward this activity of refining and protecting your focus, it is more potent than just, quote, showing up consistently or selling every day or tapping into ease and flow. And I'm going to talk about how you can do this in your life. And I know that this works because it is what has changed the game for me and it is what I work on with my clients. Now, what do I mean by change the game? Well, for myself, I have been able to land a very well-paying six-figure job. It's fully remote. I have a supportive team. We're global. So even though I live in the Pacific Northwest, I could probably live wherever I wanted to. And this is after being in a nightmare of a situation. So I was able to like get my way in that situation, get it to go from a nightmare to a better one, and then still moved on to this even better opportunity. I've been able to have consistent clients in my business as soon as I was able to tap into this and a more consistent source of confidence and connection to my audience at the same time when I've had like peers talk about like slow months and really interesting time periods that like I wasn't noticing for me and my business. Now let me caveat, it's not about the slow month and it's not about like what these coaching colleagues of mine were and weren't doing. Um, It's more so about how I heard their story I believe their story. And I absolutely saw how their story could apply to me. But I chose to take action from a place of even if there's a world where slow months exist, I'm going to operate from a place of I get to get clients consistently. And that's what paid off for me, that level of focus and choosing to focus on that. So it worked out for me before when I was hearing that, still working out for me now. I've also been able to really live out my vision board for this year um, and go to the places and events that I've wanted to and finally get back into dance class. I'm in my K-pop dance classes and it's a really good time Um, and seeing friends safely. Um, I was able to get my boyfriend double promoted (laughs) and feeling more financially secure, support him as he was on that journey um, and really help him have a better outlook on what it means to feel better at work and feel better with money. And then for my clients, I've been able to help them exceed their expectations to barely break even with an event. That's what they were expecting at first. And instead, through helping them refine their focus and protect it, I was able to help them make triple their goal and make thousands of dollars instead of a few hundred. Um, I've been able to help my clients show up to sales calls with a sense of flexibility instead of forced desperation. And they were able to land a new aligned client with an offer that they made tailored to that person after a really long dry spell. Um, I've been able to help clients feel less anxious with how many gets to work for them and have conversations with their partner that actually felt good when it came to money instead of being frustrating and forced. Um, I've even helped one of my clients get like a $25,000 raise. Even when shit was a mess, I could keep going. Um, But instead, I'm going to get to the real point. The best part that really changed the game actually isn't even these outcomes. It's about the journey that these folks were on, including myself, while we were getting to these outcomes. So the boyfriend, he felt less frantic and less in a panic and more confidence while doing the interview process. For me, I was able to operate from a place of intuition 
and like intuition led flow and certainty instead of giving into fear instead of letting my actions come from a place of overwhelm um that's what I was able to do to turn my bad job situation around and it's also what led me to this great role that I've had now um it's what helped my client she exceeded her event goal she tapped into her sacral yes she is a generator funny enough almost all my clients are actually all of my clients so far have been human design generators funny how that works um and yeah I helped her tap into her sacral yes and so she could feel so much more relaxed while she was selling her event instead of anxious we pivoted that um with one of my other clients she didn't feel tempted by avoidance to have financial conversations with her partner um she didn't give in to desperation when she was on her sales call and she was able to show up in love and enjoy and from this place of love and joy she was able to deeply connect with this person who's now her client and ultimately make the sale confidence flow certainty sacral yes relaxation joy love isn't this the shit that we want to feel <laughs> like isn't this the whole point of us like starting a business so that we can receive income from this much better feeling place if so let's get into how doing the work comes into play so in my one-on-one program soul rich i have two types of one-on-one calls The last episode of 8K Elevation was like the life coaching style call. These calls are dedicated to helping you meet yourself where you're at with life and money and business and clear away anything that's diverting your focus. And we reorient you toward feeling more grounded and safe with money so you feel more expansive and fearless as you take action for your business. Um, You know... In the last episode, we talked about what is it like to compassionately confront your fears with being unhappy with your business. And if you were able to listen to that episode and apply the practice of compassionate confrontation and acceptance of where you're at, you are most likely able to clear away some of what's causing you to split your energy and focus between suppressing how you really feel about things and fully showing up for your clients that need to hear you and, you know, need to know how you can help them. The other type of call that I do with my clients are strategic sessions. These calls are almost like workshop, workshop style calls where we will look at and refine your manifestation process and your money management process. Um, Basically, what's done in these types of calls is we impact stack uh, your habits and we like double down on what's helping you be a clear channel for guidance and alignment with your goal. And we help you put like activities, rituals, behaviors, those things that clear away what diverts your focus, we put that shit on autopilot. We work strategically um, and are very process-oriented on these calls. And this strategic stuff is the work. Like, it's fascinating because it's equal parts, like, action and process but it's so internal it's so heart-centered it's such a deep connection to who you are and what you want as a person so there's a lot of introspection involved but at the end of the day it's all about like how you get to to get clear on like what actions or what states of being that you find yourself in are the most impactful and helpful and aligned with what you want. And what are the things that like come up, whether it's circumstantial or, you know, you get triggered by them or whatever. What are the things that like 
that happen and um, how can we identify those and either clear them away or if they're things that like you can't clear, how can we help you help yourself to um, basically make those things less impactful? Having a process around that that you can go back to and flex and use again and again and again, defining that practice and living out that practice, that's the work, y'all. Okay, think about it. We are always, always moving toward some sort of goal or responding to a belief of what we can and can't have. Even when we're not even aware, we're motivated by our intrinsic needs for food, water, shelter, resources to obtain these basic needs, aka money for now, um, and like other human needs such as like connection. Um, and then eventually once all those things are fulfilled, we get to this point of like self-actualization, right? Um, so we're always moving towards something. And the direction we're moving on, or yeah, the direction we're moving in, or beliefs that we're responding to, they're not always in alignment with the direction that we actually want to go in, or in alignment with the beliefs that support us in getting our desires. And for the record, this is not your fault. (laughs) It's definitely not 100% your fault. Because we live in a society where we are inundated with marketing messages that influence what we should want, or we've got pressure from the people that set the status quo and uphold systems of power. And this pressure creates all sorts of like externalized and internalized messages that say we are not enough. We will never be enough. We will never have enough. And ultimately it creates circumstances that we experience that quite frankly, don't give us enough. Take a look at minimum wage in America, for example, like you did not manifest a world where minimum wage is under $8 an hour and basic expenses require an income of like $27 an hour to comfortably create that exchange. And yet that's the world we live in, right? Um, There's so much going on and there's so many things that divert our focus from our goals and how we want our journeys to feel. And we get real caught up. Our frequency becomes really diluted and we can't even see our goals anymore, let alone be a match for them. And this like low key state of living, it's entropy, if you will, like disorder is the norm in a closed system. Because yes, we are bringing back physics. (laughs) Um, Also, by the way, I totally misspoke in the last episode, I'm pretty sure I said, um, when I was talking about every action has an equal opposite reaction. I think I said that is the third law of thermodynamics. It's Newton's third law. Not bad. But bringing back in thermodynamics, the second law of thermodynamics about entropy. Like, technically, if we look at that as a concept and apply it to, like, life and how life be life in, disorder is the norm. And when you apply energy to like these closed systems, then order is created. And so if we look at life as a closed system, the natural progression of life is disorder. But through us exerting energy, we create the order in the closed system. Um, To bring it away from physics and back to the topic of business, our focus, it is constantly being diverted Our frequency is often being reset to be a mismatch for what we want to experience in our businesses. And life is going to continue to be life. However, your intention, your energy, your awareness, and your acceptance on repeat, eventually on a sense of autopilot, 
that's what creates ease and flow in your life that helps you get what you want, even while life continues to be life in. Um, I'm going to give you a more tangible example of like a business scenario of what this could look like for you when you're doing the work and what this could look like for you when you're not doing the work. Let's say you are in working at Wanda mode. You are doing the work daily. Sometimes the work is a quick 45 second mental check in with your intentions and your goals and maybe doing like a quick somatic exercise when you notice you're feeling stressed out. Sometimes it's an hour-long journal session to feel connected to your values around business and your money goals. You know what to do. You know what it takes to feel good. You flex when you need what you need. Um, And the scenario is you notice a dip in your social media engagement. You know that being seen is important because the more you're seen, the more clients get to know what you're about and how you can help them. And because you notice this dip and you're able to align back to your goals, You go, okay, how can I go about being seen in a way that feels good to me? And you focus on feeling good and you focus on, and you have like this sense of inevitability of like, all right, because my focus is in that direction, I'm inevitably going to experience something that helps me feel more connected either to the audience that I have, or I'm going to increase my visibility or something better. Um, And you know enough about yourself because you've been doing the work to trust when an idea comes in on if you should follow it or not, or you know enough to, even as you're trying and testing and learning ideas, how to regulate yourself along the way, to be open to even more attuned guidance, to be able to like move through um, the uncertainty of like, is this going to work or not, as opposed to getting caught up. And through being able to be very intentional with how you pay attention and what's going on. You're basically coming to conclusions and finding answers and learning about yourself in a way that like you will probably accomplish in a couple of weeks that if you weren't really paying attention, it maybe take you months to figure out with business and your values and like how you show up on social media, right? You're Attuned intention and your attuned attention is at that frequency that you need to be, at that focus you need to be to where like, you know, your goals are are top of mind and the things that you're doing align you back to your goals over and over again, consciously and unconsciously. And you're not suppressing your emotions, but at the same time, you're not letting the not so great ones dictate what you do. And because of that, you're able to move through faster and you're able to move forward farther. And you basically what the woo woo girls like to say, you collapse time. (laughs) Um, That is an example of how this scenario can go for you when you are doing the work. Now, Let's say you are in Debbie doing the most mode. You are doing all the things so you can check a box. And for the record, neither of these modes, working at Wanda, Debbie doing the most, neither of them are good or bad. Sometimes we need to just check a box. And sometimes we need to answer the call of our hearts and be intentional. It's about aligned with your goals or unaligned with your goals or aligned with how you want to be or unaligned with how you want to be, or misaligned. It's not about good or bad. It's not about high vibe or low vibe. Just wanted to caveat that. Back to Debbie doing the most. 
When you're in this mode, if you feel doubt, you suppress it and you just do what's on the list. You get frustrated when you're checking the boxes and your results aren't panning out in the way you want. You're just going through the motions without a ton of introspection sometimes. And then other times you're super introspective, but in a way that has you feeling awful and comparing yourself to other coaches or business owners and wondering, why can't you get it right? Like some of these other coaches making three, five, seven, eight K in their businesses each month. And they talk about ease. All you do is work with no ease in sight. Or they talk about bringing in six figure incomes with their nine to fives and businesses and the anger, the bitterness, the frustration, it drives you to create content so you can feel like you're doing something. But because you're in a glass case of emotion, <laughs> you make mistakes and editing is annoying. So you take a short break and that short break becomes a long break. And then you feel shame for your break. And then you make a list of things to do and you start the cycle of checking boxes all over again. So much more effort. And technically, probably about the same amount of energy being expelled but a lot less is getting done for your business when you're not doing the work, but still doing the most. I hope these two distinctions make sense and you see the power of how doing the work can help you in your business. Because think about it. That one good idea that connects with your audience that leads to people wanting to buy from you consistently, it comes from this pool of multiple ideas that maybe were also good but didn't connect. Are you consistently creating the space for ideas to come out and be tested? Doing the work consistently sets you up for consistent cash, my friends. I've walked through some examples on what it looks like to do the work and maybe not be doing the work and how it could impact your business with this example of social media engagement. But one of the core parts of this episode or the series uh, with this episode in particular is if you're already working your ass off, how do you do the work? I'm pretty sure some of you are listening and you're like, Bria, my ass is tired. <laughs> I've been doing everything to be more strategic in my business and something is still off with how money works for me. I don't need to do more work. I agree with you, actually. I also think that you do not need to do more work. You need to shift the type of work that you do. Remember, I keep saying this, your focus is one of your most powerful tools your intentionality exponentially increases the power of your focus. So let's review the type of strategic work you're doing. This is a great place to start if that's how you're feeling as you hear me talk about this. Ask yourself, am I showing up just to show up? Even if it's half-hearted and doubtful. Or do I show up because I know I have something that I want to say that my ideal client is either going to resonate with or they're going to get to know me a bit more or I'm going to unveil something about themselves a little bit more? How am I showing up? And note, simple and half-hearted are not the same thing. Simple is something like doing a voiceover about your mission and how you're excited to serve over a video of some beautiful flowers blowing in the wind, which, by the way, one of my clients did this and got some solid reach and engagement. Half-hearted is spending an hour on the trendiest sound and dance on reels because you see a lot of other coaches get good engagement on it and it doesn't really resonate with you other than the trendiness and you keep debating back and forth on if it'll be of value to your clients. But then you like take action, but it's from this place of like doubt and fear. Like, well, I have to do it. If I, I mean, I'm not going to be seen at all if I don't show up, right? That's half-hearted versus simple. The simple one, the example that I gave, takes 10 minutes and it's so aligned and it feels so much better. 
Um, and then, you know, this half-hearted example is an hour where really the work may be required like 30 minutes, still longer than the simple one, but then the other 30 minutes are spent on like the debate that you have in your head and choosing to take action from this place of doubt and uncertainty, which just doesn't feel good. So then you move through the motions of like making the real and then you have all this frustration because it's not working. But then ironically, it's not working because you're frustrated and you keep making mistakes because you're not paying attention because you're so frustrated. Does that make sense? I know some of y'all feel me on this. Um, If you are expelling energy with very little intention and misalignment with what you want to be focusing on and how you want your journey to feel, you're working, but you're not doing the work. Taking five minutes to redirect and realign your focus can save you hours in your week. Can you imagine having hours of time back? What would you do with your hours of time back? Take a nap? Hang out with your partner more? Date? Call your parents? Call your cousins? Call your friends? (laughs) Or maybe you hear all this and you think, Bria, I'm already a spiritual person. I can connect with my higher, richer, six-figure aligned self, but things still feel off. I I just, I don't know how like money works for me in the real life. It's just not clicking. Doing the work as a spiritual person helps you assess what your practical process can be. It helps you determine what activities and rituals and paradigms help you stay connected and have awareness around what throws you off and what dilutes your frequency and diverts your focus. It's like those listen to the sound to manifest money TikToks. I'm sure that there's some merit to listening to sounds at like a certain hertz or frequency to stimulate brain waves. But if you continue to do nothing after having your brain stimulated, you're most likely not going to see a ton of change. And I don't mean like, you know, by do nothing or... So like the opposite of do nothing is do something. And by do something, I don't necessarily mean you need to get up and like show up on a social media live for like an hour. Doing something could look like that or it could look like journaling for a few minutes about how you're feeling and, you know, connecting with your desires from this new sense of clarity that you feel after listening to the special sound. I think with uh, my spiritual baddies, like you guys get caught up in like this amazing higher level work, but then there's no process. There's no connecting it to your earthly experience. And doing the work as a spiritual person, it really does set you up to take some of that higher self energy and apply it to your actions. So you can have an amazing journey and increase your chances and create the inevitability of you getting the outcome that you want or something better on this earthly plane. It's not about having to do a ton of practical things. It's about having a clear understanding on what keeps you connected, even when you're not meditating or visualizing or doing whatever spiritual ritual helps you tap into your higher self. Uh, It's about strengthening that connection, even as you're present and engaging with the physical world and making moves in your business. I think we've learned from other coaches that things have to be one way, one type of framework or one model of thinking Um, Or maybe we've received messages from them that are duplicitous, meaning they say one thing in their marketing, and then when you're in their container, they say something else. And I think that's influenced us to be duplicitous with our beliefs about business and what it means to do work, period, let alone this concept of the work. And honestly, I also think it's influenced what it means to be consistent in ways that don't serve us. It's even influenced our desires and what we really think that we want. Doing the work, I love it because it keeps us in check. It keeps us aware. Um, 
of, you know, what we really want. It helps us save time. Um, and, you know, it helps us process like what our values are, helps us identify, um, other business leaders that actually might not be in integrity with our values. And, you know, coming from a place where we're not doing the work, they might be saying all these things that we want to escape from instead of what we deeply desire. And because we're looking for an escape versus having an awareness around our values, we end up making decisions that like don't serve us in the long run. Um, doing the work helps us process past coach hurt. It helps us refine how we can be better, more supportive coaches that over delivers on the value that like you promise for your clients. Um, you know, our next 8K Elevation episode is going to talk more about the coaching industry, duplicitous marketing, how to work through coach hurt and how doing all that opens you up to clear guidance, more consistent cash and sets you up for 8K months. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that episode in just a few days, but the key takeaway for y'all I want you to take away is like, it is worth it to do the work. And even if you're already working your ass off, it's not about doing more work. It's about shifting the type of work that you do. There's opportunity for you to be even more streamlined with yourself, (laughs) meaning have more awareness around like what you desire and why, and have more clarity and have more attention around your intentions. Um, And, you know, just gut checking repeatedly on, you know, am I aligned or am I not? And I think another reason why it's called the work is because when you are like going for like a new desire, you're ultimately having to change habits and And, you know, we are creatures of habit, like being human is to be habitual. And we have been hardwired to perceive like, we've been hardwired to perceive change as a threat. And like a threat to our survival. And so if we're doing things that feel different, we will have like natural urges that have us go back to our old patterns. So that's why it feels hard. It feels insurmountable. It feels like a lot that's just like a perception thing that we kind of need to get over. And I say that like, oh, we just need to get over it. But I don't mean like, get over it. But like, it's it is something that we need to overcome. And it does take effort. But oh my god, it is so worth it. It is the difference between I mean, being stressed out as a normal way of being versus consistently being able to come back to calm. If you are loving this series, please do me a solid favor and leave a review. Reviews help me out a ton. Or you can drop me a note on Instagram or TikTok at your coach Bria and let me know what was your biggest takeaway. What did you love to hear? What was an aha? What do you agree with? What do you disagree with? Let your girl know. Also, if you are vibing with what I'm saying and you want it applied to your real life and your business and your relationship with money and you would want my guidance as you do the work to get clear on how money works for you in business and beyond let's work one-on-one in the soul rich private coaching program in five months we will decondition how money and business quote-unquote should work for you versus how it actually gets to work for you and your energy so you can truly start running the business and living the life that you've always wanted. I'm going to help you recalibrate your body um, to basically feel safer playing with bigger amounts of money and opening yourself up to more aligned money decisions, which is going to help you create this consistent cash that you want in your business. And once again, set you up for these 8K months, right? We're going to clear our fears, tame duplicity, 
uh, have acceptance as your new normal, create feelings of clarity and safety with luxury and expansion, and just create being expansive as like your new normal with money, all right? So if that sounds good to you and you've been vibing with what I'm saying, you want to take things to the next level with me, babes, uh, head over to TikTok or Instagram, click the link, book a certainty call, and if you mention that you've heard about Soul Rich in um, the 8K Elevation slash Manifesting While Black, mention it in the form, mention it in our call, you will get a giant discount on top of an already stellar price. Alrighty, y'all. See you in the next episode of 8K Elevation and have a magical day. Thank you for spending this time with me. I appreciate you.